right, this is episode 16 of Roundtown Revolt. How are you doing tonight, Logan? Oh, I'm not doing too bad. Life's been pretty chaotic. I'm running out of money. My house is falling apart. I think I've got a cavity. <laughs> <laughs> Life is fun, like that, uh, isn't it? Pretty typical. <laughs> I think. Yeah, right? Nothing, nothing unusual, really. I think I'm getting ready to come into some loan money here soon. So. And it's just a matter of figuring out which hole to throw it into. It's like, cool, like... I know, and that's kind of, I don't know, man, that's kind of a big reason why I'm pro-UBIs, because I want to give people money. They, like, put money into shit, you know? I got things that I'd do if I had extra income, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I think most people would, like... I haven't had a savings account that mattered for my entire adult life. I haven't even tried. Why? Like, I want to try. I really want to. I do want to. But it's just impossible. It's like, I've I've yet to break 500 bucks for more than a week. <laughs> like, and then it's just like, okay, this is all gone now. And then I, and then, you know, you're constantly shuffling your debt around, like, reconsolidating. And it's just like, man, I don't know, like, you're does just in a continuous out. cycle of debt. Like, and it's I kind of dawned so on much. me today, dude. I'm There's only so much like budget wizardry I can do. Well, have you tried setting a budget? I'm like, it doesn't do me any good when groceries are going to cost me $2,000 a month. Like, yeah, no kidding, right? I'm being smart. Like, and sure, like, sometimes, like, my wife is stupid with money, but it's like, the thing is, is like one bad purchase on her part will set me back 30 years. So it's like, well, what even like if that's how brutal the mistakes are, what's even the point? Like, you know what I mean? Like. I've told my mom I could easily be homeless, like and be OK with it at this point. And then she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, just think about it. You wouldn't have to worry about paying for shit. So. You know, and then the only thing you have to worry about is the stuff that makes immediate sense, like food and shelter. Yeah. And then it's just like, that's what your day is about. It's just securing those two things. (laughs) uh, I I really don't want to romanticize homelessness. No, No, I don't either, though. That's like one of those things where it's like, we're right here. And like homeless people are like, just right there. Just kissing. You know? Yeah. It's just like at any given... I, I mean, I think it's part of the reason why like, I tend to be so compassionate is because I know that like, I'm... You know? You if know what it could be happens, like, and you know you're one medical bill away from being yeah, there. Like, if something happens and I can't keep working, like, me and my family are screwed. Like, mm-hmm. immediately. There's no real safety net. Like... <laughs> Um, so I have an announcement. I declared for write-in for state representative for Ohio 12. Dark Briner. Dark Briner mode. Yeah, right. Yep. So I declared mainly like after Roe was overturned. And like the main reason for that was because our heartbeat bill went into place. And I'm fairly certain that uh, 
Brian Stewart's fairly conservative in that he wants to take it further if he can. So, yeah, I'm going to try to contest against that because I do kind of think that there's a compromise at 24 weeks and then life of the mother after that, you know? So, and that's not single issue, but that's like the primary thing that I would like to is the motivation. I'm kind of tired of religious based laws. We don't even get the good religious based laws. No, like we can do <laughs> Jubilee and be like debt free like, for Jubilee, everybody. Like, Jubilee would be dope. Um, what's the, uh, what's, what's the Muslim uh, charity law? I'm not even well, sure. Like a fifth of your income has to go like, like you know, a fifth of your income basically belongs <laughs> to God. Like you know what I mean? Like we don't even get the good laws. <laughs> like it's always just like, uh, yeah. Um, I'm fairly certain. Like if we founded a religion to where like it was like, oh, uh, we have to like beat like trans people to death as part of our initiation rituals like that would get approved like that would skate but like <laughs> like you know what i mean like i it's so frustrating oh man it's like and all these people like it's just like especially like when it comes to like religion like gay marriage is the perfect thing they're just like well you can't like get gay married in my religion and i'm like D -d don't like just put a sign up outside your church like no gay weddings it's fine like, you know what I mean? Like, most people just won't go to that church. Yeah. Um, in other news, earlier in August, J.D. Vance came to Pickway County to uh, stump as a political campaign. Fucking, I wish California would just take that fucker back. Like, we got rid of him. Ohio... That's the downside of trying to make Ohio the new Silicon Valley, man. We're gonna have these fuckers here. These come back. Like we, did, like we tried to feed you to Hollywood. Why did you come back? Like, I'm sorry. Oh, you couldn't hack it. Back. Like that's why. Oh, <laughs> piece of shit. Pretending like pretending like he's a fucking hillbilly because he comes from well, like Toledo or some shit. So that's the thing. He came here to talk about like uh different things with farmers and a local dairy farmer asked him how he'd address the shortage of farm workers and if they could uh relax things to make uh you know yeah, anyone, anyone that actually does the work is like look man i need sub minimum wage fruit pickers out in this bitch well this is dairy farmers this is specifically yeah. for dairy farmers and uh vance wants to implement a immigration system based on like education merit like highly educated people would be granted says like what kind of fucking master's degree motherfucker from south of the border is going to want to come up here and fucking pick strawberries or milk cows that's exactly what the guy said the local farmer who is an immigrant himself said like you're not going to get uh educated dairy farmer knew this was happening because last year we did an episode on it where they did a fucking crackdown on a on a meat packaging plant like out of like akron or something some shit like that like last year of donald trump's presidency 
they like rounded up a whole bunch of like they were probably illegal immigrants. <laughs> they well, round that's what up they do. They just come up and round up the illegal immigrants, ship them back off, get a new batch, ship them off every time they don't want to pay okay, them again. Cool. We're gonna have a shortage of workers and fucking. Um. So the thing that Vance wanted to push is Vance is very pro Raise Act. Uh huh. Which is shit, in my opinion. I don't know much about it, but it's no, shit. I mean, if it's right wing legislation, it's well, it's it's like far right right wing legislation. So you just know it's shit. Um, but there is another bill that's been out there for a while, and I think we had it for a little bit, and that was the Farm Worker Modernization Act. And there are farmers that, like, yesterday, there's an article saying that farmers want to want the U.S. Senate to pass this Farm Workers Modernization Act. And it's had bipartisan support before. It makes it easier for immigrants to come in and work at farms. Well, do you want to know what we used to do? Well, I mean, give me a second here. <laughs> uh, and there is actually a study out there that, heaven forbid, when we allow more workers to come into the country, that inflation rates go down. Like, it, it actually lowers inflation. Yeah, it, it's pulling the... Because... The way that these people think inflation works is that there's more, like, if there's more money just floating around, then, like, inflation happens. Which, sometimes, yeah, that, that is one of the main drivers. There's a lot of other factors. But if you have a foreign populace in there that is literally just siphoning money away, then, yeah, that's going to drive inflation down. Because none of the money is, like, sitting. You know what I mean? It's immediately just going off somewhere else, fucking some other economy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and and then it's like, fucking. It's not like we're going to increase taxes on rich people. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like we're going to remove, like, you know, Smaug is up there in the mountain with just a giant <laughs> pile of gold. But we're not going to get rid of that. So you can fuck it. <laughs> like, um. But it used to be like if people, because I remember like when we first started doing these immigration crackdowns when I was in like kindergarten or something, like we used to just let people, like if people didn't commit a crime, then we didn't give a shit. Like they could just come up, they could work, you know, they would do the seasonal work and then like they would go home for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it was like, it was fine. Like nobody, and then like it, it, it even made things easier because like, those people weren't scared. So, like, if cartel shit was going down, like, the immigrants would work with the police to, like, it was like, yeah, this guy's bad news. Fuck, please get rid of him. Well, I'm pretty sure there's a video out there. I don't know who the guy is, but he's, it's a Gravel Institute video that talks about border. Mm -hmm. And they're like, the border wall created the need for coyotes. Mm -hmm. Like, and all this stuff. Yeah, and who's, who's good at that? Like, who's good at sneaking across borders? Yeah. Um, so, I really just wanted to bring up that I really found it funny that, like, we really did have the Republican Party has the elitist come to town. The guy that went to a Yale or Ivy League school, uh -huh. he came to town and knew more than the local farmers did. 
And then you're still probably going to have local Republicans vote for J.D. Vance because it's not socialist, Tim well, Ryan. I don't, know. I, don't, I don't understand how, and I should because these are my people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a dipshit. But, like, I don't get how these people can look at someone like Trump, look at someone like J.D. Vance, look at someone like DeSantis, look at someone like Ted Cruz and be like, yeah, that's, that's my brother up there. We're the same. Cult of personality, dude. Cult of personality. They are masters of othering. Well, we'll get to this here in the... We're going to bring up a good segue into the Dark Brandon speech. Oh, boy. Uh, So, (laughs) the othering and demonization. Biden's speech was, like, kind of meant to unite the country against... um, was it ultra MAGA? It's been called dark MAGA. It's openly fascist. Uh, they gave them shit for calling it semi-fascist. Mm-hmm. Ultra MAGA is pretty, pretty fascist. I'm just going to be honest and out there with it. I mean, it's kind of like the Candace Owens, like Hitler did nothing wrong with because he didn't want to go global or whatever type shit. You've been in the politics scene longer, so you probably know what that is, right? I think that's one of those things I've heard before because, like, that was like the it's Candace- an old thing, yeah. Like, yeah. So she's like, "Look, the problem with Hitler wasn't like the Holocaust; it's that he wanted to be global." And I was just like, "What?" <laughs> like, yeah, everybody was like, "What are you talking about?" But it's like one of those clips. Like, everybody's like, "You're taking it out of context. You're not like, giving her what is it? You're not giving her good faith." interpretation of oh, and, and like and the thing is is in that circle a globalist is just a code word for a Jew. Yeah, so exactly. Like, <laughs> it's just know, it's just stupidity trying to masquerade as like academic. Well, I mean it's the same shit as always, dude. Is it not Marx that said history repeats but dumber, basically? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm. I thought it was. It was. Was it like first as something second, like as farce? Yeah, I think that's probably what it was. Not dumber, but first as tragedy, then as farce. It was Karl Marx who said that. Yeah. Yeah. Motherfuckers, right, dude? A lot of shit. I think he was. He he might have been talking about like. um he was talking about like the like French like new Napoleon bullshit. He was just like, they're gonna try it again, but this time they're gonna use it like an idiot. Like at least Napoleon had like a level of like military like ability. <laughs> like this new guy's a fucking moron. Um so with the dark Brandon speech. Like, okay, we gotta talk about the iconography. <laughs> all right, we'll, we'll... I don't know what the act, like you said that like the actual scene was better, but my dude was looking like the leader of the Brotherhood of Nod. Like, you know, we had the like because I watched the um the NBC like ABC like CNN cuts, so it was like a frame about like this and just red, like just red light behind him and then like two soldiers. <laughs> it was just like, what the fuck? Like, my dude. Looks, you, I, I thought it was a good speech, all things considered. 
it was a good speech. I just dropped an image in there. It like really fucked it up, but in the document, mm-hmm. you can see okay, where it so is. Shooting for like a red, white, and blue thing. Yeah. But all of the news stations like zoomed in. Zoomed in. They hyper focused on the front and it just. Red brick. <laughs> so everybody's like. Biden is trying to call the Democrats fascist, and he's got this background. He's pedo Hitler. I will make you see the future while you still have human eyes. This is some galactic empire stuff. And I'm like, alright, if it's the galactic empire, dark Brandon mode, engage. Engage. I mean, he was looking, sh- he was much sharper than he has been for the last few days. Like, you know, it, they got him on it. Uh, Say it how you did when you're listening I, to it. I'm on the good adrenochrome right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> they gave him that uh that top shelf. <laughs> that top shelf baby blood. But like his comment with the semi-fascist earlier in the week, I knew what was going to happen. I knew he was going to give like a te- I think it's tepid speech. Limp dick. It was limp dick all the way through. Well, it was. was really I won't even say it's open. limp dick. It was predictable, and you knew it was going to be Every liberal as fuck. Word. Every other word. He's like, not all Republicans. Not all Republicans. Not all Republican. Like, you know what I mean? Just yeah, it's the not all fallacy up, shit. Like, not all giving, men are rapists. Not all giving everybody an out. Like, giving them the lollipop, and you know what's going to happen. Biden's trying to start a civil war because he's being divisive. Every next day, every next day, they're like, Joe Biden wants to give the communists guns so he can turn your son into a woman and shoot you because you're white. It's like, I fucking hate, like, I hate these people and I hate how much it works. Tucker Carlson saying Taylor and Lorenz is the Che Guerrero of uh, yeah, like, who the, the Biden f- administration. Who even is this person that they were Do all... Do you talking? seriously not... Genuine question. Do you know who Taylor Lorenz is? <laughs> yeah, see, it's a culture war shit. And that's where, like, Biden's speech even is like, where does it, he has it? Um, I have it here. That's where we need to focus our energy, not in the past, not on divisive culture wars, not on the politics of grievance, but on a future we can build together. And it's like perfect. Like I, it's just a dipshit. Like she, she was like a tech reporter for Wapo. Like she's like a Kotaku dork journalist. Like well, what on earth is he talking about? So. The main thing is, is that she's anti-libs. Of, it's getting into the libs of TikTok culture war shit against the trans, a trans agenda, and how she'll report against libs of TikTok and how libs of TikTok has basically got uh, bombing threats called into the Boston Children's Hospital. Don't you love the level of stochastic terrorism that comes from the right? And then they try to point fingers at the left and act like, how dare you call us fascists? It's like, I, I hate it. Like, it's so annoying. It's a fucking I'm- joke, dude. It's a joke. It's you. It's like, how? You know, it's, I you're wish, broken. I, brain wish, at this point. I wish CNN had a little bit more of the stones. Like, every, it's that same thing where, like, people pretend. Like when people were pretending like the political leaders that we all sort of galvanized around were way cooler than they were. Like, do you know what I mean? Where it's just like, 
I'm sorry, but this is all like like that we've we've all like compromised and we've all basically like selected some like guy that boils down to like a middle manager from Costco and it's just like, yeah, here we are. Like and like as soon as you like do I mean, walk forward and is like, hey, you need to just let trans people exist. And then like the rhinosphere is just like they want to kill your babies. And it's just like, I... Now, now here is where it's more interesting. Because he was willing to sort of, like, take a few tepid shots at the GOP. He was like, hey, they're kind of fascists. And here's the thing. If you think that the GOP is fascist, in truth, like, if that's a one-to-one connection that you're willing to make, you have to also be willing to say that you're willing to ban that party from public. Like, you just have to ban the party because it's the only thing that works. But I feel like he's saying he's worked with mainstream Republicans, and I've seen people comment that he's really not worked with mainstream Republicans since 2008. Yeah, like he fucking... Well... Um, and I don't really know. He could... I don't. There is a possibility he could work with some moderate Republicans out there and mainstream well, so Republicans the that are no, never Trumpers. There's no such thing as a moderate Republican. But dude, dude so I, all, like, there, there are, are a there few are like some like Dolan and fascists in suits. <laughs> like you know, what I mean, like it's, I'm sorry, but no. it's just, that's the state of the party right now. They're wing nuts. They only care about power. Like it's what they've been doing for the past twenty years is consolidate power. They've just been doing it within the system. And, like, you know, they were, like, every wing nut we have right now that these, like, that people like Mitch McConnell don't like are all people that that he's created, that he made room for. Like, these are all the direct results of the shit they did. And, like, I guess the, the fault of the Democrats is, like, they didn't try hard enough to stop it. Which, okay, sure, yeah, I'll give you that, but you know what I mean? It's just like, like yeah. oh, that's like saying that the Holocaust is the Jews' fault because they didn't fight hard enough. You know what I mean? Like, it's a really weird, like, most people don't actually think that, like, the like, there were a few people that, like, were trying to say that Trump was the Democrats' fault because of some kind of weird, like, mental like psyop that like fortunately that never took off because it was god dude that one was even too stupid for the QAnon crowd (laughs) like to where it's just like no no joe like joe brandon did not hand select donald trump and be like you will make these people look bad fuck joe brandon's being divisive oh brandon Oh, but no, I seriously love the how he's like, he literally says in his speech. Now, I want to be very clear up front. Not every Republican, not every even the majority of Republicans. Oh, yeah. Are MAGA Republicans oh, and it, just the most tepid. And literally everybody's like flipping out like he's so divisive. But I wanted to say with that, Donald Trump came to my hometown mm-hmm. in Circleville in 2020 and he was saying like 
brought up socialist, communist, Marxist, left-wing extremist, Antifa, the radical left Democrats. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how is he divisive? The yeah, one like how's Sleepy Joe that has awakened on adrenochrome in one speech? Like, you know, Sleepy Joe woke up for that one speech, Logan. That's like um like you remember when I tell you that that we 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 don't actually have a left and a right wing party. We just Yeah, have we a, have two like we have the same bird of yeah, we the, have two, uh we have a heel and a face that serves capital. Yeah. And like that's it. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, nobody nobody that does not serve the interests of business is ever going to be president. Well, so our whole idea of this podcast is the unity thing, which is kind of the whole thing behind the speech, too. You know, Biden's speech is about unity against fascism. And that's kind of where we're at. Like, and even you and I disagree on politics with some things because you're, you know, an open commie. And I'm openly an anti-fascist, and you know how that goes. I'm against, like, all forms of the totalitarian-type governments. But, you know, we both recognize, like, the nuances of politics and shit. I don't know how you explain it, but... You You and I are both going to get put on the wall if, like, fascists take Yeah, exactly. We both know we're both in the boxcar together if, you know... If you know, shit goes the way it's going, we're both in that car. First into the furnace or third into the furnace, but I know that I'm somewhere in that line. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, like people that want to say, like, oh, you're over exaggerating about fascism in America. Patriot Front was marching in Indy today. Now, mm-hmm. these guys do travel to do these marches and stuff, so their numbers are probably pretty small. And then you've got the fact that right-wing groups are really bad about letting feds in. So you figure about a quarter of them are probably feds, too. I, and it, yeah, I'd say about a quarter. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going loose figures that you're figuring about a quarter. So, yeah. But they do exist. Man. And then, uh, I guess segue into, I don't know how to segue into this next part, but, um, I don't know how aware are you of the swatting with Kiwi farms and stuff. Uh, vaguely. It's pretty bad. Yeah. So like, I remember when I said the, the solution for this is probably for us to just not do swatting at all teams and like all the pigs came out. And they were like, no, it's an important tool. Like, we need to have a, like, squad of 14, like, just trained killers to, like, take down a petty drug dealer. We have to have that. It's like, you're fucking... You're you're a stupid pig. I hate you. but like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, the problem is, is like, I, I mean, I was a little mean because I'm frustrated. But the real problem is that he is a cop, and they're trained to be scared. Like, I mean, yeah, they really are. They're basically trained to be warrior cops, and that's like a thing that we could talk about in an episode later too. Like uh, uh, a while back, they were all terrified that they were like, dude. They're still. 
If you're going to say the fentanyl thing, they're still terrified. And it's just like, you're not, you haven't been exposed to fentanyl. You're they still such, do it, dude. You're so scared that you're giving yourself panic attacks. There's exactly. No in, there are no drugs in your system. You have given yourself a panic attack. Calm the fuck down. And honestly, like, it's, it's why I would rather cops just not have guns. Hey, so I got a hot take on this because I did follow the Keffel story. Mm-hmm. When Keffelis was swatted, what ended up happening is, is they misgendered her, which happens a lot in instances with trans people and law enforcement. And the, it was almost to a point where it was like intentionally like, you know what I mean? Malicious. You're talking about like, the law enforcement, like maliciously, like misgendering her and shit. Yeah, exactly. So well, it's I almost mean, like they probably fucking celebrated her getting swatted in some circles of law enforcement. If we're just being honest, you know what I mean? Like I've seen, I've seen how cops react whenever like a civilian gets killed by like a SWAT team or, but and, and then it's always just like, Oh, well, like, like it's never like, and at, at any point, and it's just like, and I've gotten in arguments with them. I'm like, okay, so what you're saying is that as soon as a police officer like comes within contact of any person, that person should just unload into them because it's better to be judged by 12 than carried by six. And like that will just completely set them off. Like they will lose their fucking minds because the idea that they could be an acceptable, uh, an acceptable collateral damage is unfucking acceptable to them for some reason. But the idea that they could just blow through like a mailman because they want to catch a weed dealer is a okay, or shoot a guy that is standing <laughs> up, laying in his bed. Yeah, with his kid or whoever. No, this well, that's this is what happened in Hilltop, Ohio, in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, dude was getting up and like just pushing his body up, and the officer shot him. Like standing up out of bed, like raising yourself up. Had a vape pen. That's what they shot him for having. And it's like, I watched the video and I even feel like the officer that shot shouldn't have shot. He's a 30 year veteran with a positive record, which whatever. Mm-hmm. But and then, of course, the friends of police record or went on the reports right away and it was like, there was a conflict in there. There wasn't a conflict. The guy yeah, was sta- sitting up in his bed and he got shot. That's what the state of policing in America is where you can get shot sitting up in your sleep. Like, well, I think um, Bo of the Fifth Column was talking about how he used to train law enforcement officers. A while back, I was watching a video, and this was after I had already been personally victimized by police officers, so it didn't really... It wasn't like a big world-ender for me, but he was talking about how uh, the way that they're like putting people, like when you take them into custody... And you like put them into like the backseat of a car. If you do it a certain way, like you could risk hitting someone's head and hurting them. And then you'd be liable. And like the cop's response was, well, we were, we write the reports. And like everybody just kind of laughed at him. And he was, and Bo was just like, he said that he completely stopped training law enforcement after that point. Cause he was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, this is. 
these people are bad. Like, yeah, pretty much. And even if like they go into it with the best of intentions, like you're going to become bad eventually, just because that's what's incentivized. You know. <clears throat> There's a uh, there's a YouTube channel um, called uh, That Dang Dad, and the guy that runs it, he used to be a police officer, and he was like, yeah, you know, he he quit, you know, moved, and like switched jobs, and then like he said that after about four or five years of not being a police officer anymore. Like he kind of looked back and was like, "Oh my!" Like he's like a police, he's like a prison abolitionist now. He's like a, uh, he's like anti-cop. <laughs> like I don't know what happened, but he's like, "Yeah, when you get it, like when you get out of it, like when you're in it, you're just constantly getting barraged with the idea that like every grandma on the street it wants to like knife you in the chest. You hear stories about a dude that had acid thrown in his face. It's just like." It just—it's the same as like the QAnon people and like the MAGA people, to where they're constantly being told that like random babies on the street are carrying like vials of well, acid actually, just in their face. Like it's, that just reminded me of kind of like a um, a theory that I used to have in the past, like how well, a lot of times police officers will see weapons and shit in people's hands, like when you're in a high situation scenario you're gonna have all that adrenaline and shit pumping through your brain mm. i feel like your perception's probably altered to some degree you 100%. know what i mean 100 they've done studies on it. so like so with your perception being altered you may think they have a gun but they don't you know what i mean yeah. or, and you're, you're terrified so of because course- you're you are afraid now, i would be afraid in that situation too like i'm not gonna but you're all not huh? <laughs> You know, you're also not a cop. Yeah, exactly. I'm also not a cop. I didn't sign up for this shit, you know? Yeah. But I I, I like how we ended up getting to hear from, like, the rating thing. But uh, with the whole, like, um, the point I was trying to make there was, like, how I feel like, or way back when was, I feel like the police kind of sided with, or, like, law enforcement people kind of side with, anti-trans or the anti-trans crowd a bit uh, i think it's just loose association with the right in general like it's an authoritarian institution you're going to kind of err on the side of conservatism and like if you are if you lean left it's not like you want to go into a job where you're beating up people um there 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 has also it does need to be said that there has been a concerted effort on the part of uh, hate groups and like white ethno state groups to specifically infiltrate police officer organizations, uh, the military. They do. That is real. That's not like a crazy lefty thing. That's like. Like David Duke wants more KKK cops and is trying to make it happen. But no, like, so, with the whole Kiwi Farms thing, Marjorie Taylor Greene ended up getting swatted, too. And then her opponent released a statement saying, like, how he condemned it. And she's 
immediately releasing statements how like Democrats are trying to attack her by swatting her and stuff. And then it's amazing how <clears throat> that crowd immediately became pro censorship because she wanted Kiwi Farm shut down immediately. Well, after and she, she got swatted, <laughs> which is reasonable. She's not going to try to stop water is the thing. She's just going to try to stop like people that are after her from being able to swat. She still wants people to be able to swat people. She just wants to like like they view it as a legitimate tactic. They just want to prevent their opposition from using it. And this is why the Dems are always going to lose, like always going to be like on the losing side because like they do have like certain things that they just won't do that like the right is like, no, yeah, we can like murder people. You just have to get away with it. Like, I don't know, dude. I feel like, well, I was going to say too, where she's also pro defund the FBI now. I really feel like here's our chance to kind of like inject left, like actual left policies into the Republican party, which is kind of what I've always wanted. Oh, I know I they're not going to do it. I would love to shoot for it, and I would love for them to start defunding the FBI. But the problem is, is if they defund the FBI, what they're going to do is they're going to get rid of everything about the FBI except for the parts of the FBI that assassinate civil rights leaders. Like that's oh that, yeah yeah that's true too. I get that. Like in the parts of the FBI that are like investigating the ethno state people in the yeah. thing. They're like, and look. plus, actually, my stance on the FBI is also complicated now too because of. Like, we do have other countries that are interfering in our shit, you know, but we also interfere in theirs. So, like, let's not play, like, that game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, but, the, like, I don't know how to solve that problem because we do need, like, you need an intelligence apparatus. Like, you need a federal level. Oh. And you need it to. Something like the FBI would be great. If policing wasn't such a broken mess in this country. Yeah. But also, like, you need the FBI to go after, like, child predators and shit like yeah, that. they like, don't. <laughs> no, they do. They do. Eh. They do. Eh. They do. They're better I, than QAnon. I, I mean. I'd rather have them than QAnon. That's, they are more effective at it than QAnon. <laughs> but it feels like they create just as many as they catch. <laughs> they pro- I mean, the chances are they probably do. So it's kind of a like you know what I mean. It's like okay, what what is this doing for us then? Like, but I do want to say I'm pretty sure that Ohio Republicans have criminalized swatting in Ohio because there have been a couple instances where Ohio people have swatted others. Well, and yeah, like the way, the way state the way state level and local level stuff works, entire it's an entirely different beast because like. Like the people that care and actually vote at like state level stuff are like weird. <laughs> They're weird people. So like you've got to have a little bit more chops because they'll be like, oh, you voted for this thing. Like you're done versus like people that only vote for like, you know, like national level stuff. Like they don't, they don't know shit. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like they don't. Which, that's the reverse of how it should be. Like, you should vote. Like, if you're going to ignore an election, like, ignore the federal level stuff. Because that, like, ultimately, like, you don't have that much power there. 
but like on a local level and like on a state level, like yeah, your vote actually matters. And well, most people don't. Well, that's I think a lot of argument people have is that people don't know who their state rep is. Yeah, like a lot of times. Like I have voted, like you know, blue for my like senator and my like house rep since I've been an adult, and we've never had a blue senator house rep in my area. Like no. you know. And then if you try to reach out to your red senator or yeah. red rep, they you just, just you know, give yeah. you whataboutism back, and then you don't care. <laughs> like, and then they ask, "But why don't you contact us ever? You should have reached out to us." It's like every time I try, you guys give me shit back. But Biden's the divisive one. Yeah, okay. And this works both ways too. Centrist boy. Huh? Yeah. Right leaning. Listen, look. If if you're a right winger and you live in New York, your vote doesn't matter. Exactly. If you're a right winger and you live in San Diego, your vote doesn't matter. Like you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah, gerrymandering sucks. I'm sorry. Like I wish we didn't do it. Well, that's the thing that. Well, you guys have gerrymandering. And it's like, well, you bring up gerrymandering. And it's like, well, the Dems gerrymandered in Illinois. Are they. Mm-hmm. Outed uh, Kinzinger's district, and it's like, yeah, like Kinzinger was really gonna win. Look at fucking Liz Cheney's district. Dude. The thing is, is if we get rid of gerrymandering, it would destroy the Republican Party. It probably would because the Republican Party has no policies. Most well, look, ranked choice voting is destroying the Republican Party, and that's why they immediately want to get rid of it. Yeah, because they can't adapt in that situation. Some can, like Charlie Baker, but others can't. You know, yeah, and I mean, and it's just like, and that's the nature of being conservative. Like, it's always going to be a losing battle because it's just like you're you're fighting, like you're fighting entropy and progress. <laughs> like, there's no, I'm sorry, but you can't just keep things the same forever. It's just not how it works. Which is why we have the alt right now. They're trying. Rather than just trying to keep things the same forever, they're trying to, you know, degenerate. They're trying to un unprogram. Well, I don't even know well, what you would call we it. We even un- have we have the new oh. right now too, with like yeah. dumbasses like JD Vance and Blake Masters. Yeah, we I have elitist to tell like, us to you know, not be elitist. Like all those guys are just like like po- politically, they're the same as Joe Biden. Like you know, at least before he became president, like. So my brother from another mother loves to point out how like Ted Cruz likes to talk a bunch of shit about Ivy League politicians and stuff. Motherfucker went to Ivy League himself too. It's the same shit with the new right people, dude. Venture uh, capitalist. The uh this the speech that John Brown gave before he died just burns in my heart. Where <laughs> he's just like I've labored against the uh the wealthy, the elite, the so called intelligent. I'm just like, yeah, fuck him up, John Brown. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to get into the one six stuff? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's talk about. We are way behind on it because I don't remember when the last hearing was, but we we sort of. It's a long time ago, but there haven't been any more hearings since then, so we're pretty good. I there. there was going to be another one in September. Uh, I don't know if there, I think there is going to be more, maybe, 
mm-hmm. but there hasn't been one yet. The okay. the report releases on the sixth, I think, if it yeah. still comes out. Like the text report. Now, and I have I have some really interesting like feels like this is kind of insider like baseball-y shit, but from what I can tell, like like sorry libs, but like Donald Trump not going to jail for a while. Um at least not for this, but maybe for Mar a Lago shit. Like, like, Mar a Lago shit stuff. They can worse. actually like get him on some like treason shit, like maybe. But the real purpose of like the hearings, the investigation, like, like, because we can't ever act, like the like the way our country works right now, the president like has to be above the law, like has to be like we can't actually like hold the president accountable for anything because if we do, this whole thing scatters like a house of cards. Because like if we if we persecute Donald Trump for this, like we have. To like set George Bush on fire, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, because he did genocides. <laughs> like, so you're not wrong there, and I think some right wingers would definitely agree with you there too, because they say like the last three presidents have been crooks themselves. You know, like, there's no, there's no saving this. Like, there's no, like the reason why like everybody like hated Donald Trump is because he was. He was personally gross, like you know what I mean. Like he was a he was a he was a he's a vulgar vulgar guy, and they didn't yeah. like like that he was lowered the, the the he lowered the prestige of the office of president is what I yeah. would say. Yeah, and and the thing is, is like like after Nixon, the every like the whole thing was working overtime to try to like justify all the power that we had given to that seat. And no, that ho- screaming man child took over, and everyone was like, "Well, this is fucked now." Like, so I was gonna say, as somebody that like kind of tracked QAnon stuff and how like a lot of that was directed by Flynn and all these people that had psyops connections in the military, like I kind of have this like broken brain take on this, like, um, well. The the real purpose of all of it is to just gum up, is to just gum up the works. It's just make it so Donald Trump can't effectively run. Well, no, I agree on that, but I do think like, I do think that Donald Trump is guilty of this shit. I do think Roger yeah. Stone is guilty of yeah, yeah, like yeah. trying to organize a coup. I do think that Michael Flynn and Trump's toadies like Cash Patel are definitely, uh not worthy of the positions that they held and that they would try to have a coup if given the opportunity and violate everything that this country is founded on. Like, and like they would very much violate the enlightenment values and the, you know, the respect for the the democratic process. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, they tried to interrupt it with extremists. They did. Uh, so like a big thing with that with me is though, like it's tied to dominionist Christianity. And I've always said it's, I feel like a lot, a big tie that went through the January 6th too is the Christianity. Like I feel like Christians and conservative Christians, specifically white conservative Christians have felt like they're losing a grip on the country. Mm -hmm. Um, because like 
because people like Raphael Warnock, that a pastor like Raphael Warnock's a radical Christian, therefore he's not a Christian, you know. Or if you well, accept yeah, LGBT yeah. people, you're Unitarian and you're the devil. I've been sort of struggling with because I started I started rewatching classic Simpsons. Yeah. All back, you know, I'm I'm up to like season three, season four now. So these would have come out like in the eighties. So like and on Fox. So you've got like back before they did new news. Um but you've got like uh there has net like Christianity has not been a at least actual functional Christianity has not been a dominant cultural force, at least as far as our like shit that matters since the seventies. Like it's all like it all got relegated to like um like these weird little like fiefdoms. So like like if you go to the Bible Belt, like a ch- the uh, you have like small towns that can function like theocracies just through like like this ter- like the the fact that you've got like normal small town like ter- kind of there's sort of a tyrannical aspect to certain especially like if the small town is very connected like being ostracized from that community can be quite painful so then if you double like sort of like weird christian stress on top of that it sort of like creates like this oppressive net over people but no, like so. I guess what I'm specifically saying is, like, these people that were rating in one six though, are like, they're specifically fearing like that communism's taking over, and like Joe and Biden and the godless communists are coming. That's just boomer bullshit. And they're, they're saving America from the godless commies. I think it's just. I think it's just a sense of entitlement. Like it's just the <laughs> ultimate, like the ultimate Karen move. Like I mean, do you know what I mean? Like they're just going to the. They're going to America's manager. To like demand that they like validate their coupon. I mean, it was, and somebody that we know basically said that they're like, they're just coming to air their grievances to their state representatives. Yeah, buddy, that's why they're going to get wild, you know? Yeah. You just went to the Grifter Supreme Fest, you know? And if we were going to do something, if we were going to do something about Donald Trump, it would have been right after that happened. Because all the stuffed shirts were scared, but if they delayed it, now it's too late. The machine's well, back. That off. was kind of their game plan, though. Like that was the Republican game plan was to delay it so that that would happen. You know, I mean, they've been at it for a long time, so they would know what they would need to do. Mm, true. I mean, anybody that's open eyes can see this shit too. You yeah, know, like, I keep saying Mitch McConnell is the single most effective political leader that we have had in the last I argue him and Gingrich Gingrich as well but both of them are ghouls so it's all good McConnell dumping dark money into J.D. Vance's campaign because he's a shit candidate you know yeah well, speaking um, of uh, shit candidates how's our boy how's our boy out in Pennsylvania doing I keep Dr. Oz yeah Oh boy, he uh, so he tried to go after John Fetterman. Like they've gotten a debate, or they're, or so they're like trying to get after Fetterman for dodging the debate. Then Fetterman's like, "Well, it comes out that I guess Doctor Oz asked for like medical staff to be on standby for Fetterman." 
Um, he also asked that like Fetterman be able to have bathroom breaks and shit. And it also asked that Fetterman staff be able to like, he'd have a wire to his staff so that they could basically feed him information because he would be, be wouldn't be able to access his memory and stuff is essentially what he's getting at because he just had a stroke. Yeah. So it's like, you're a doctor and Fetterman immediately, like Fetterman has been really good about turning around attacks and just like flipping him back. So he's like, you're a doctor and you're attacking a recent stroke victim <laughs> for this shit. And then I guess like immediately the day after though, too, Dr. Oz was on an airplane flight and then, uh, they're like bragging that he saved a 27 year old. Like, you know, they do a call like, are there doctors on board? Mm-hmm. He like responded to it and saved a 27 year old. But I guess he gave the kid Coke, like a Coca-Cola or something like after he had a heart or something. It was something weird. I don't know what it is. So I'm not going to talk about it. Cause I don't, really, I don't care if he went to medical school. He's not a real doctor. He's a TV doctor. Well, he sells magic bills. You yeah. know, so. And I love how he's like, I love how Dr. Oz is like that socialist Bernie Sanders. And then there's that clip of him playing basketball with Bernie <laughs> like a few years ago. It's like, you didn't hate him then. Did you? I uh, dude, And there was like, there were, there were like the thing that really annoys me is because Bernie never played the, like the, like he never played the game because there are stories of him, like literally like saving people's lives during the campaigns that he would run, like people would be like, he would like, like, like push people out of the way of like cars and shit. <laughs> and like, just never talk of like, they would just never mention it. <laughs> and he's just like, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to talk about the issues. But like, yeah, I feel like it's not going too well for Dr. Oz. I just, just fucking can't. Fetterman can't even talk. And Dr. Oz is still losing. Uh, I mean, Fetterman can talk, dude. He's got this thing with his, I guess his campaign released a thing where he's got hearing issues, like in loud auditory environments, there's some issue. Mm-hmm. I don't know the details, but they immediately tried to attack him for that. And it was like, he wouldn't be qualified in the Senate because it would be too loud for him there. And somebody goes, I saw somebody on Twitter go, the Senate chamber is pretty quiet and orderly. I think he'd be okay. Like, there's not arguments and yelling. And, like, even then, like, he can have a fucking aide. Like, you know what I mean? Like, someone that just reads to him, like... Yeah. But it was... I do think it was a low blow for Dr. Oz to, like, suggest that shit, like... Yeah. um, That's pretty gauche. Like, he's trying to do, like, the dunking on Fetterman, like, Fetterman dunks on him, but he's just bad at it. It's, like, Oh man! Do you want to talk about? Hey, do you want to talk about the uh, Rob Schneider and Glenn Beck real quick? That shit. I do not know about it. Okay, you didn't watch it, so. But they're like, we're worried about the future for our children, and like Rob Schneider actually like started crying over this, like in this podcast interview (laughs) with uh, Glenn Beck, and they're like the left becomes what they hate. And I'm like, but you guys do too. Like you're every bit as communist and like authoritarian, like by the communist, I mean, authoritarian, you know what I mean? Cause that's their definition, but they're every bit as totalitarian 
as they're against. You know what I mean? And then when you point it out to them, they're like, what's good for the goose is good for the gander and shit like this. And I'm like, there's no logical debating you then or reason. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I was trying to get at. I think we're probably at a good point to wrap up. So got anything else to say, Logan? I don't think so, man. I don't think so. Welcome back. Good luck on your campaign. All right. Thanks, man.